Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to South Coast Varsity, the podcast. We are here with our boys basketball draft episode, which me personally is actually maybe my favorite episode of the year. Between even the South Coast End Zone and the South Coast Varsity Podcast, we did the girls last week. Got a lot of awesome response. Uh, it looked like a lot of people were listening and uh, you know enjoying kind of us going through. We always have fun with these. I am joined by Lori Lose, Standard Times Sports Editor, and Nick Fryer, Standard Times Man of All Tools. Tell Swiss Army knife yeah. of the Standard Times Sports Department. Are you going to talk about Nick how Fryer. you won that with your burner accounts last week? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I got so many. I got those KD burner accounts, yeah, you know. Exactly. I'm just in there <laughs> pumping up those votes. You did win, though, last week, though. I'm correct in saying that, right? I think uh, you, I think yes, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, were, there were two polls. I don't know if I ever actually went through and added them together, but I know I had, I had a lead in one of them. But, uh, See, I'm surprised. It's all about, it's all about getting won. the vote out. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you thought you were going to win? Really? I don't know. I thought so. I, well, I thought course. it was between me and Brennan. I didn't think you were. Oh, smack talk begins. <laughs> okay. See, I was going to make fun of Brendan now and say how he's play, playing modest when, again, he has those burner accounts and he fixed the whole, the whole thing. But Same way I became freshman class okay. treasurer. I didn't, I didn't you know, I stuffed the, the ballot box. You, you, there was no burner accounts, Brendan. You earned that. Lori's, Lori has the burner accounts. Just, yeah, yeah you know, I, I got the Stang voting <laughs> contingent and they, I, they came out for me. I had a couple Spartans. So. I think we actually tied one of the poll. The poll that I saw, I think, Lori, you and I were tied in. Okay. Just throwing that out there. We should have gone back and revisited them. Maybe by the end of the podcast, I'll pull together the numbers here. Mm. But uh, So we are back with the boys' basketball draft. The rules are exactly the same. The three of us are going to be going in a snake order draft. We blindly drew our numbers. Uh, I will be drafting first. Lori will be drafting second. And then uh, Nick will get the turnaround pick at three and four. Uh, as always, we're picking guys with their current health, although I think with our slate right now, it's not really that important. For the boys' basketball uh, here, we don't really have any super major injuries that are holding anybody out that uh, at least I was aware of when I was building my list here. So, uh, and, uh, you know, there's no, no rules as far as taking any certain positions or anything. It's just the five guys you want to build out your team here. What's, street a, ball what's rules. a position? Do you have those in basketball? Positionless. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're yeah. 2018-19. That's what I thought. I can't yeah. come up with what year it is. Yeah. 2019 basketball here. Yeah. All right. Drum roll. And the draft begins with the number one selection of the 2009 Standard Times South Coast Varsity High School Boys Basketball Draft. I will select Bishop Stang Senior Dame Perry. That's a big surprise. It was a tough one here. I will say, there, I feel like there's three guys, and this is probably going to be the player of the year conversation here in a couple of weeks, uh, or hopefully longer than that, depending on how long our teams play in the playoffs. Um, but to me, Dame's ability to get to the rack, his ability to shoot, and you know, his ability to get wherever he wants to get on the court as well as his defensive ability to jump passing lanes, get some steals, and his leadership ability too. Just it's kind of the complete package to me. Uh, he plays some of the toughest competition. They just played number 13 Hingham, beat them. Like number 13 Boston Globe in the whole state, all divisions, beat them. Uh, they're going to be uh, playing, uh, was it number one Brookline? Coming up here, they lost to them by, it was single digits earlier this season. So they've been playing a really tough schedule, uh, playing well, and he's really been the catalyst in my mind for that. So, yeah, number one pick, Dame Perry. Going to Lori with the number two pick. All right, number two, it's a little tricky here, um, you know, because uh, 
We got a couple guys that are right up there. Like Brendan said, it's kind of a three-man race. <clears throat> and I, uh, you know, I, I haven't seen Wareham this year. I haven't seen Old Colony this year either, but I've seen them in the past. Um, and, you know, you, consistency and just being really good all the time and not having any drop-offs, I'm going with Jake Jason um, got to with my top <laughs> pick. Um, I mean, this guy, to score over 2,000 points in a high school career, I mean – it's unbelievable. I don't, I don't, you know, I know there's always the talk, the haters talking about the Mayflower League. I don't care. Like you're putting up those points. You're doing Take on that a Mayflower haters. Yeah. Brendan over here, the Mayflower <laughs> hater, you know, I mean, you're doing it consistently night in night out. You're staying away from injuries. You're also get, like, and not only is this kid scoring points, he's getting his teammates involved, you know, and I mean, and they're having a heck of a year this year. I'm not sure what their record is right now. Um, they but just finished the first uh, undefeated home or uh, slate in, uh, yeah. Uh, program history. Yeah. So, I mean, they're having an unbelievable season, and it's just awesome to see him do this uh, his senior year. So, that's my top pick, Jake Jason. Yeah, we're recording this on Thursday. Tomorrow night, Friday night, they'll be playing for the uh, Mayflower Small uh, Championship nice. against South Shore. Well, my whole draft's ruined. I honestly <laughs> thought he was going to slip to me <laughs> get him a three? At, at third. I thought, wishful thinking. When, yeah, I thought easily that he was going to I thought James some, Harden slipping to three? I thought one of you was going to take Taylor Carlson, which, I, believe me, I'm very happy with him taking him as my uh, first overall pick, third in the draft. Obviously, he's done very well over at Wareham, and he's a big reason for their success. I just honestly thought that you both were going to overlook the Mayflower kid just because uh, – you know, because he's in the Mayflower League. I mean, I know Lori doesn't throw out the hate as much as Brendan does. <laughs> oh, I don't throw out the hate. I but, love the Mayflower. Right? But I mean, I'm even looking at Lori's, this uh, a little look behind the curtain for everybody. I'm looking at Lori's draft board and she had him at first. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little... This I, is the, no, this is the scoring leaders. Oh, uh, the scoring is, leaders. Yeah, I printed oh, out the scoring leaders. Okay, but still, I thought, okay, fine. If anyone's curious, Jake Jason yeah. is the scoring leader. Yes, uh, I believe 27 points. He's actually at 28 now after oh, okay. uh, he scored 38 uh, last night's game. So he is leading the area in scoring at 28. Uh, second place is Nick's first round pick here, Taylor Carlson at 23.8. And, my second and then my first pick overall, Dame Perry, is at 20.7. Makes sense. Now, now, my second pick, I'm going to stay in the South Coast Conference. I think this is a no-brainer. This is why I wanted Jason and Munier, but Carlson's going to get the job done, obviously, because he's one of the best scorers in the area and does it against everybody. But I'm going with Clay Munier. Okay. Okay. You took my pick. As good now. as I'm going to do. That's well, the yeah. payback. I think that he was. I think that he was. I think he was a unanimous obvious, four here. Yeah, um, because he's always going to score for you, but more importantly, he's going to grab boards. And having a big guy in the area, I know positional positionless basketball is a thing now, but having that big guy down low in high school basketball still means a lot because you're going to have guys trying to jump over him, and he's not going to run into those problems. Um, it's. I mean, what was the other night? It was. I, the thing is, whenever I talk to Jim Cabucci over the phone and he reports the scores, you know, we get all the, the individual scoring for everybody. Mm-hmm. Then he always says Munier's uh, rebound, rebound stats total, right yeah. at the end. Yeah, yes. it's always a double-double, like every single night. The kid's he, a machine. He's leading the SEC in rebounding at 11.3 per game. He's averaging 15.2 and 11.3. Look at you. It's the only double-double that I know of uh, being averaged. I don't know area. what's more impressive. His numbers or you having all that ready to go? Right there. I got some research here, baby. I got... I spent some time on this. Yeah. Lori, you're up. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, you just took my pick right there. That's mm-hmm. who I was thinking I was going to get Clay. Um, I think hands down he's the, the top big man in the area. So, you know, what? I'm just going to switch it up a little bit. Then. I thought I was going to go with another, a big man there. But I, you know, I, I got Jake Jason, who's, you know, that awesome scorer. You know, not necessarily somebody who can create a ton. You know what I mean? Like, he can do some of that. But 
I'm going to add in some like a little bit of flavor there with Justin Lopes. You know, like we got Justin there. He can penetrate. He can create. He can, you know, he's awesome on defense, you know, cause a lot of steals. Great in the fast break. He And I think they're going to be awesome working together. And, you know, we're going to be putting up some points and uh, getting getting the offense going and moving. You got a lot of three-point shooting going there. That is the number. Jake Jason is number two in the area with 43 threes. Uh, Justin Lopes is number three with 37. Hey, Live and die by the three, right? And the thing about Charles Barkley would not like your roster. (laughs) The thing about Jason too, and it's something that you and I were actually talking about yesterday. We were talking about James Harden and comparing him to you know Michael Jordan, all the free throw stuff. Jake Jason lives at the free throw line. That's where he gets. I don't know percentages, but it feels like when I watch a game, that's where he gets like eighty percent of his scoring. So you got that going for you too, Lori. Thanks. Not that I'm trying to help anybody. Don't vote for Lori's (laughs) team. Still vote for mine, but. Yeah, so the literally the fourth and fifth guys in the, my top five have been picked here in uh, in order, actually exactly in order. My top five, um, I do feel like they, they, there was uh, now it gets a little even more dicey here, and that was probably a few more decisions to be made. Um, I'm going to go with one uh, guy who's not anywhere near the scoring leaders. Um, I believe doesn't even show up in the, in the top ten in the area, but I think he is the steady hand that is running uh, one of the better programs going right now in area, and that's uh, Dewan Chumack at New Bedford. Uh, he's kind of like a oh. a borderline triple double guy. So he met, you know, not that he's scoring a ton of points, but he's getting that twelve points, ten rebounds, eight assists, six steals type of game where he's just contributing all across the box score. And the way he's able to like kind of play at a slow level, but still play with speed. Like he looks like he's going slow, but he's not. And his ability to always kind of stay in control. Uh, he can shoot the three when he needs to. You know, he's, he's not a negative anywhere on the court. He's got the long arms, can play defensively, is good in their press, and uh, just kind of, to me, is, is the engine that makes uh, New Bedford go. And they're going to be playing for a uh, chair of the Big Three title on Friday against Durfee. Huh. So, yeah, Dewan Chumack. Uh, and then it's coming back to me here. Uh, so I, I kind of got – I think I can play Chumack at the three here. So I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay small here and go with another guard. Uh, number seven on my uh, draft board here is Cole McIntyre okay. from Old Rochester. Uh, he is, uh, as far as I can tell, the leading assist guy in the area. He's a, the uh, fourth in the SEC at 4.2 a game, averaging 13 points. Uh, really kind of, uh, we talk about modern basketball. He's not necessarily a student of modern basketball. He's a big fan of the mid-range jumper, mm-hmm. but he can bury him. And when you can hit him, I mean, we remember that old Rochester team that went to the state championship a few years ago. They had the Santos brothers, who were really good mid-range shooters. Yeah, they were. And that's a lot of the game that Cole McIntyre, I feel, brings. But he sets a lot of stuff up, and he's, uh, you know, again, is just kind of like the, the leader, the steady hand. That's, that's what I like. I got a, a whole team of steady hands here. Yeah. So, yeah, number, uh, so that was the first pick of the third round. Cole McIntyre heading back to Lori. All right. Well, I think I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to kind of go with my big man now. Like, I, the, the, I feel like there's not a ton of, like, dominant big men in the area. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go yeah, and Got to take him early. Yeah, you got to take him early. Before the run on big man goes, you like know, relievers. Uh, so I'm actually going to go um, with uh, Kenny Franklin from New Bedford High. Um, I only saw them once this year, but he was really impressive to me. Um, just really great around the post, uh, you know, on offense and defense, kind of, you know, being able to alter the opposing uh, team's shots and, and just kind of, you know, going after all the rebounds. He was pretty aggressive. Uh, he doesn't score a lot of points, um, but I don't think I really need a lot of points. I just need somebody to kind of be down there, grab those rebounds, get it out to Justin, and, you know, Jake Jason can finish or, or Justin Lopes can finish. Um, so I'm going with uh, Kenny Franklin. I am so happy 
with oh, how this is- draft has gone. I was <laughs> so upset. Now, no, don't get me wrong. Nick has changed his tune here. I was going to take Kenny Franklin either uh, in this third round or in the fourth round, so that was a go- definitely a good pick by you, Lori. Thank and you. Brendan, I like the Chumak pick for sure. But well, I was so down because I didn't get Jason. But at the same time, I'm going to get the two guys that I wanted next, and I cannot believe they've slipped this far. So... Just for the sake of uh, this is who I would have taken first. Uh, I'm going to go with Nick Johnson from Old Rochester. I, look, Cole McIntyre has done very well for them. He's very consistent. But Nick Johnson, especially of late, has been their one guy night in and night out who's filling it up. I'm seeing every, almost every other night. It's 20 points, 20 points, 25, 21, whatever it is. So I got another guy who's going to fill it up for me. <laughs> so I have him and I have Carlson. Which I'm oh, okay. I got like the all SEC team right now. I'm going to add to that. All right. And this, now I was peeking over at your list, Brendan, because I wanted to see how far you had this guy down your list. And I'm I think you have him a little too low for my liking, at least based on what I've seen. Because this kid is trying to guess who you're picking. Here. And I'm going to build it up a little more. He's a rebounding machine. Now he's going to score probably 11, you know, 13 points a game for me. But he's going to have just, you going back to old Rochester. No, no. This guy's not that big though. But he's a he's a really oh, good you rebounder. You the big man I was hoping was coming back to me, Brennan Rosa. <laughs> okay. Oh no, no, Volk. I do. Yes, yes. I'm taking him because I know he's gonna. He, I know. I mean, the numbers don't lie when it comes to this kid, and I've seen him. He's a hustle guy too. He's gonna do all the little things for me. You need to have a guy like that. He's not scoring his points within the offense. He's scoring his points, you know, off second chance opportunities and. You, there's a lot of value in having guys like that, especially when you have scorers like Johnson and like Carlson who are going to need their touch. We see it with the Celtics. That's one of the problems that they run into, right? So, yeah, I'm going to go with Rosa and Johnson as my two guys in uh, third and fourth. Laura, before you go, I just want to go real quick here. I do totally agree on Brendan Rosa. You know how they do in boxing, like the best boxer pound for pound? Oh, yeah. Like he's probably the best rebounder inch for inch yeah, in yeah. the area. Yeah, that's a good uh, way to put it. Yeah, I probably had him a little bit too low on my draft list. I really debated Cole McIntyre and Nick Johnson when I was building my draft board. Mm. I ended up with them back-to-back at 7-8 and eight with Cole just a spot higher. Okay. Um, I saw them uh, earlier in the season. I think Cole was definitely the better player at that point. I think Nick was still kind of working his way back, mm-hmm. getting his rhythm, coming back from an injury. Yeah, he's found it. That he had last year. Uh, so I'm going to get to see them tomorrow night, Friday night, uh, play oh. Wareham in the SEC uh, Boys Championship game. That and uh, that may game. change my mind on uh, maybe I'll move Nick ahead of spot, but I'm very happy to have Cole McIntyre on my Where team. are you going tomorrow, by the way? Uh, Pontiquet. Okay. Cause girls gonna... SEC title. Yeah, oh, for that girls, girls SEC title. Yeah. Okay, nice, nice. Okay. So Big yeah. big, big night for all these uh, teams playing for championships. Big Friday night, yeah. Yeah, huge. Who did you end up drafting from Pontiquet? I can't remember which one you had. Lori has no Lakers right now. No, for the girls. Girls, uh, Jada. You had Jada. Okay, you had first overall pick. That's right. Okay, yeah. Okay. Anyways. All right. So back to me, right? Yeah. Fourth pick of, or yeah, second pick of the fourth round. All right. I am actually going to go with a little bit of chemistry here, um, and I'm going to pick a young player, uh, only a sophomore um, from siblings. No, from Bishop Stang. Oh. Uh, I'm going to go with a. uh, Declan, uh, Declan uh, Markey. Um, he's only a sophomore, but he can play guard and he can for, uh, play forward. So he's going to give me a little bit of that uh, versatility that I need. Uh, he's able to drive to the hoop. He can also shoot the three. Um, just kind of an up-and-coming guy. I know he's only averaging about 10 points per game, but that's because he's right now playing with uh, Lopes and he's playing with uh, Perry. Um, but I think this is guy, a guy that can kind of, you know, be maybe that um, role player that also, you know, one of my one of my other guys is a little bit off. You know, he can come in and get some points going and, and have a little bit of chemistry with uh, Justin Lopes. So 
He's been a really key third cog for them. Yes. Like you knew that they had what they had in Perry and Lopes coming into the year, and they they graduated uh, um, Morris, uh, yep. Malik Morris. Yep. You know who had been kind of like the third guy, and then Dewan Chumak was maybe the guy you thought was going to be the third guy. He transferred back to New Bedford. And it was like who's going to kind of be that third option for this Stang team, and he's really stepped up and done that. The other night they were playing a triangle and two. Uh, uh-huh. Against Perry and Lopes, and uh, Marky scored 11 points in that quarter. Yeah, and kind of, you know, basically said to the other team, "Yeah, you can't play a triangle in two. I'm too good." Yeah. By the way, Laura, I love the the chemistry pick. Yeah, you, gotta, gotta you do did it. it last week. You didn't you? It, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You got to hey, mix you gotta those do in it once when in you a can while. do it. You absolutely. Know? All right, so I'm glad that uh, I was a little worried not taking a big man yet, mm-hmm. but uh, the guy that I was hoping to get come back to me has has survived. Uh, with the last pick of the fourth round, I'm going to go with Dom LaBelle from Wareham. I would say uh, I, I think we went in the correct order here with the bigs, and I think he's he's solidly the third n- number three big here. Uh, he's averaging mm-hmm. nine point seven rebounds per game, wow. and that's really what I'm looking for. You know, I, I think I got some score in there, you know, in Perry in my my backcourt, and uh, you know, I got some Chumac kind of running the point there, and now I just need my guy to, to grab boards and protect the rim. And uh, Dom LaBelle is having a really good season. You know, plays within himself. A lot like you uh, said with uh, Brennan Rosa, you know, mm-hmm. you don't have to run plays for him. You know, it's not like you got to come down and be like, all right, we're pounding it down to, to Dominic. But, uh, you know, he gets those putbacks and those, those offensive rebounds, and that's uh, key to any good team. So that is the last pick of the fourth round. So it comes back to me. And, uh, man, I got a couple guys that are real close here on my draft board. I'm looking at what's going to kind of fit in with what I got already. Um, I think I'm going to go for upside here with uh, with the guy I thought Laurie was maybe taking there in the last one, Kendall Franklin, ah, sophomore okay, yeah. for New Bedford. Really impressed with me with the, with the schedule that New Bedford plays and the level of teams that they're playing. Sophomore averaging 13 points a game, leading the team in scoring. And, uh, you know, is, is a really good slasher. can get to the hoop. I've seen him knock down a couple of threes as well, and I think if he can really expand that three-point game, he is going to be a super dangerous player going forward. A little, a little more athletic than his brother, more of a wing, you know, where Kenny's really definitely a post player. Mm-hmm. And, uh, just you know, I like uh, the way his game's going and, and where I think he'll be in, the, in a year or two. Those are two. You guys, you guys took the Franklin brothers. I am not happy about that, though. I'm happy about my team, but I, I did want one of them for sure. I'm excited to see those guys tomorrow, though, against Durfee. But, Laura, you're up next, right? Two more yeah, picks? Yeah, I'm, I'm next. I'm next. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling here because I'm really? like, you know, it, it's tough because it's like, you know, you're getting to this level. I think we had, we kind of agree we had the cream of the crop. and then Yeah, you kind of like the top three, and then there was like the next two guys that were kind of. Yeah, and, the, and, the, and then the big men, you know, we had the, the three. We're all, yep. we're all set with the big men, and now it's kind of just finding, you know, maybe a role player or somebody to kind of, to go in there. And I know I have a lot of scoring. Like I have tons of, like I don't need anybody else that can score. You know, like I, I need somebody that'll do like the grunt work and the dirty work. And the glue guy. Yeah. Mm. And you know what? I don't know if anybody else is going to agree with me, but I'm going to do it because I've been impressed with him. And I think I talk about him every time we, we have a podcast. Um, I'm going to go with Eric Camacho from Stang. I, I, I hate to pick you know, three Spartans. Wow. But <laughs> now you're on over four Spartan off the board here. <laughs> now I, I, I hate to do that because it, you know, like I, I'd love to show, you know, more love to all the teams, but when, you know, when I've seen him play, I mean, he just does a little bit of everything. He's not going to score a lot of points. He's only going to score, I don't know, maybe four, six, eight points a game, but he's sometimes guarding the opposing team's best, you know, um, post player, you know, he's getting rebounds. He's just all over the court. And I feel like he's kind of the guy that, you know, you can go out there and just basically tell him to do anything anything and he's going to do it for you and he's going to do it well and he's really developed I think into you know kind of you know that u- utility type of player so I'm going with Eric Camacho you're not giving up many offensive rebounds with uh, Kenny and Eric there no okay so I just want to recap 
for all the listeners. So when you decide who you're going to vote for, okay? So I have. Well, we can do that after. No, we'll we'll do, do that, that after. after, after? Oh, okay, fine. Well, okay. It was going to help me. We had a plan. It was going to help me. It's all about the theatrics, Lori. Um, so when when it comes to the last guy, all right, I have Brennan Rosa, who is my scrapper. But you raised a good point, Lori, about having the everyman, the glue guy, who can kind of who's capable of doing everything a little bit more than a scrapper. Not to take anything away from Rosa, but a kid who has who has a little bit more range when it comes to shooting. He can drain the three. He's not on your list, Brendan. I wanted to see if he was on your not list. Not even on my top He's 25. not on your top 25. And this is the benefit for me of being around old Colony so often is I know this kid is going to so be... he's not even the second old Colony nope, kid I have nope, on my Nope, he's not. Who no, because this kid is a little bit younger and he, he can do a little bit more and he's, he can jump through the roof too. I'm, I, I don't think he's ever going to go into throw down, but he gets up and for a guy, for the position he's going to play... I'm probably going to stick him at my... Actually, I may be able to stick him at my one if I really needed to. Uh, I'm going to go with Hunter Soares mm. at Old Colony. Nice. The kid can shoot, He's not, but he doesn't need to shoot. That's the thing. He can still make plenty of contributions outside of that. It, but if you ask him to do more on, on the offensive side, he will. But with what I have right now, I mean, we're going to recap them all. He, he wouldn't necessarily need to do that. He's going to do the other things. Um, but who wants to, who's going to rattle off their team first, I guess? Well, Brennan, aren't you just going to go yeah, through? So oh, here. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, this draft results from the 2019 South Coast Varsity Draft. Uh, Brendan, I had the, myself, third person here. Yes. <laughs> I had the first pick. I have Dame Perry from Bishop Stang, Dewan Chumack from New Bedford, Cole McIntyre from Old Rochester, Dominic LaBelle from Wareham, and Kendall Franklin from New Bedford High. That's a pretty good team. And I like, I like the it. chemistry with Schumach and, uh, and Dame from playing with each other. Yep, and, and, uh, yeah. and now Schumach and Franklin have some yeah. chemistry yeah. together too. That's so. pretty good. And then a couple of SEC guys have played against each other a few times there. So, uh, Laura, did you, you want to recap your team here? Uh, no, you can. You All can right, so we got Jake Jason. From Old Colony, Justin Lopes from Bishop Stang, Kenny Franklin from New Bedford, Declan Markey from Stang, and Eric Camacho from Stang. Yes, basically the Spartans uh, subtract uh, <laughs> Plus, Dame Perry. And Dame Perry. Yeah. Mm. I'll, I'll trade you Dame Perry for <laughs> How many guys? Jake no. Jason and Kenny Franklin. Uh, no, thanks. <sighs> Man. All right, so I'll, I'll read mine off. Yeah, then. sure. Okay. So, first, my first pick was Taylor Carlson, then I got Clay Munier, then I got Nick Johnson. Brendan Rose, I should be shaking their schools. Carlson, obviously, of Wareham. Munier of Aponiquit. Johnson of Old Rochester. Brendan Rosa of Voke. And then Hunter Soares of Old Colony. You're always the small school lover, aren't you? Of course. I mean, I'm a small school guy. <laughs> small school guy who went on and played further afterwards. So I'm always going to represent That's those true. guys. Yeah. Can I sell my You're team? the success story. Go Can for I? it. Okay. So Give me the elevator pitch. <laughs> so I'm looking at my team right now. My first overall guy is the most, Is I would say, the most natural ability of the guys on my team and maybe the most natural ability in the entire draft. I have Nick Johnson. And the best, I would say the best shooter. Yes. Okay, best shooter. Draft. I think Nick Johnson is, he can, he's like, he can do everything, but he's just, a, he's a good scorer and that's all I'm going to tell him to. Just go out there, dude, do your thing, just shoot it when you're open and, and don't hesitate. I have a banger down low in Munier and he's just got size over Everyone, you're gonna bring in Franklin down low, or you're gonna bring in Lavelle. They got no <laughs> shot against him. This guy's gonna box him out. Whatever he's got to do, he's like, they're not gonna get around him. And then I got Brendan Rosa, who when one squeaks away, that guy's gonna be there every single time. And then Hunter Soares is gonna—he can shoot, he can rebound, he can block people. He's gonna surprise whoever you have as your your shooting guard. He's not gonna get into pain at all. And if he does, if he beats Soares, he's gonna send him into. He's gonna block it into the bleachers. So I am all set. Vote for my team 100. percent Nick fired up, baby. I oh, like to see it. I love it. Yeah, Lori really Man, threw me off. bringing the heat today. <laughs> bringing the heat. <laughs> I did want to run through just a few uh, kind of honorable mention guys. Uh, I went a little overboard here and did a top 25 list. <laughs> 
for this. And uh, my, the top guy that did not get drafted was actually number 11 on my draft board, Shane Poitras Jr., yep. a sophomore out of Oak Tech. You know, can shoot, can put the ball on the floor. Uh, you know, probably he's a little thin, probably needs to add a little bit of strength there in order to kind of really finish through contact and a lot of that. But uh, really promising player. And he's got some height on him, too. You know, he's good, so probably 6'1". Uh, Westport, uh, unrepresented in our draft, yes. Connor mm-hmm. Lecompte. Uh, I saw them play uh, earlier this year, and he was a player that really stood out to me. Yeah. Well, I do have a second guy here later when we're getting down. Uh, Josh Nebrega from Fairhaven, I think kind of hands on the best player there. Uh, you talked about getting on the line. He's really good at getting on the line. Mm-hmm. He can shoot kind of a long, lanky scorer. And uh, Zach, so my other old colony guy out of my list was I had Zach Susi 14th. Yeah, rightfully so. List. He, he does, I think that Soros just fit into my team better than Susi does. That's why yeah. I wanted him. Yeah. A lot of speed, can score, can mm-hmm. distribute the ball. Um, Mike Henriksen, who was one of the players I was really impressed with early this season, he's super consistent too. He's kind of like eleven and five every game. He'll get you that. Uh, you know, kind of a little bit of an inside-outside game. He's been hitting some threes now, which I talked to him earlier this year, and he's like, "I've never really shot threes before in my career, but the way basketball's going, yeah. as we keep saying, yeah. everyone's got to shoot threes." Um, anyone else can fill in with any uh, anyone else that they got. Well, I mean, I that, had, that finished out my top fifteen there that I originally had. Uh, Eric Vieira, I haven't seen Dartmouth this year, but I know he's pretty much every time they call in, he's the guy that that's you know kind of filling up the the stat sheet for them. I mean, he's somebody that stood out. Yep, I had Dartmouth, uh, Eric Vieira, and Tuan Estrella Tuan in my uh, sixteen yeah. to twenty five yeah. range. I had Estrella, I had Estrella nineteen, uh, Vieira twenty four. I had Tuan, I had Nate Roberge, and I had Tim Johnson, both of Aponiquit too, that were also on my list. I'll go through even a few more. Uh, Darian Gibson, yeah. uh, sophomore from Wareham. Kind of uh, a lot of times a secondary scorer from that team, although I also have Destin Haywood-Gomes on this team. Pretty rarely you have a 6'3 kid who's probably his best ability is draining the three, mm-hmm. um, but he can also rebound a lot for them. Uh, Carlos Lugo Sanchez from New Bedford is on here. Yep. Uh, Old Rochester's Sam uh, hartley Matson, who mm. uh, is fourth in the SEC in rebounding at about oh, nine, 8.9 a game. Uh, and then uh, Nick Payne was my other Westport guy okay. there on my list at 23. Um, he you know, kind of looks like a post player for them, but they actually use him to bring the ball up against the press and stuff. He's mm-hmm. a decent ball hander, and he can knock down the three, too. And uh, then I mentioned Eric Vieira already. And then uh, finishing out, uh, Logan Barabee, kind of an undersized big man uh, with some promise there at Fairhaven. Mm. So we got, most of the, we got most of the teams represented. I think we only have two that we didn't get. Uh, no Westport, no Voke. No, no Westport. No, we have Voke. I have Voke. No, oh, you're right. yeah, you're Dartmouth. Dartmouth. No, no, no Dartmouth. That's oh, and right. no Fairhaven. And no Fairhaven. Yep. So we ended up getting seven out of the out of the, out ten. Of the ten. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fifteen spots. Yeah, that makes sense. So. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah, as always, you can listen to this podcast wherever you get your podcast on iTunes, uh, on Spotify. We actually host it on Omni. We attach it to a lot of our articles online. So if you kind of see this little uh, kind of green looking box, click on that, and that means you're listening to the podcast and listen to it right there. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at SC underscore Varsity, on Instagram at SC Varsity, uh, like our Facebook page, which is uh, South Coast Varsity MA, facebook.com slash, um, or just search South Coast Varsity. We're the only cool one out there. You'll, you'll notice <laughs> us. We're the, we're the awesome one. And uh, you can read our stuff in the Standard Times and South Coast Today. Thanks for being here, guys. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. 
Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.